0: 30th. Before we get into it, today is an off day for games at the major league level of the Grapefruit League for the Marlins. So, um, pretty relaxed day here. At 7pm, we'll have Fish Stripes live and some discussions about this roster. I know Kim Ang talked about bringing in a bullpen arm, so maybe that's something you'll hear more of tonight. But as always, on Wednesdays and Fridays, I'm talking about this offense. And what I wanna talk about today is the general, like, stress of high performance. And that leads pretty well into how I think this roster is built to withstand that stress. So pretty innate to baseball, as we have in, like, our everyday language. The idea of performing at the top of your game is something you see from a very early age. This is like the sport that 12 year olds might be playing on ESPN at a like a sort of global stage in the little league world series after being placed on your like local all-star team. And these kids haven't even graduated middle school, already dedicating so much of their life and all of their summer to the sport outside the baseball, world in america we're talking about like handshake agreements between mlb organizations and players as early as 14 and are academy-like settings that you might find with like img and bradenton and that is the literal growth of a sports agency as well as complexes like the marlins new facility in the dominican republic where educational living and nutritional needs are met through the facilitation of baseball and the majors. So, the demands are there. At 14, uh, we're talking about the sport like it's an athlete's life. We're talking perfect game showcases to have the opportunity to light up the radar gun of a scout or blaze a 50-yard dash in a tryout. And college programs will host summer camps, a major incentive being getting eyes from the coaches who might then offer you a scholarship to have the opportunity to show what you can do and develop your skills and sure save costs on education but let's not mistake that any of these players are holding out for anything but the dream of playing in the major leagues. From that early age that like all-star team at 12 you're told that you're good at something and It is still, from that, only the most talented that have a shot at the majors without taking on major risk of, like, years, without much money in the bank account through your early 20s, mid-20s, and beyond. So, you know, like, the draft and the bonuses help mitigate that risk for some of the prospects, but it's, like, still at such, like, a difficult scale to fathom that like a week in the majors would pay more than a couple of years in the minors but it is the case to be like a 24 year old baseball player you've made a lot of distinct choices and there's a lot of pressure to those choices to perform highly and make that work out not only do you want to but at a certain point you've really played into it Juan Soto uh Fairly and arguably the best hitter right now. Um, he can do it all. Miguel Rojas on the Chris Rose rotation compared Soto's vision to MLB The Show's K Box in real life. And he has like the flexible, practiced musculature to deliver an impact to any pitch within that. He can react to that curveball or a slider that's been tunneled with a 100 mile an hour fastball. He can stay on a changeup. He's a guy who walks 50% more than he strikes out, and he holds the career 301 batting average. But with everyone else in the major leagues, you're talking about, like, less than Soto. No matter how many years or thousands of at-bats, even top all-time hitters like Miguel Cabrera lose a bit of their force due to years and the physical height that's present in just your baseline Major League Baseball player. We saw it recently with uh, Lewis Brinson. He was one of those players that proved his obvious talent at an early age, became a first-round draft pick because of the scarcity of his tools, and became the centerpiece of a low-cost roster because of that potential. And for a couple of weeks in 2021, it looked like he figured out how to impose himself at the plate, particularly making gains with his swing, and hitting that low inside pitch early in August, hitting it sharply down the line to third, more regularly. While staying on the outside pitches and hitting those for power, uh, he even was able to, like, stay pole on pitches outside the zone. But on August 14th against the Cubs, they kind of offered him an inside changeup, a bit of a pivot from what he'd been getting for the two weeks prior. And the changeups, like, forced... Lou to react off of the fastball such that he was out of his more practiced swing, like, kind of preparing for a change-up jam shot, kind of cheating himself in the box towards the plate as opposed to his more natural and authoritative stance he was doing beforehand. Um, one of these pitches, uh, couldn't get extension on he jammed it and caused frustration he threw his bat down tripped over it um and cubs fitchers had found just a finesse way to overextend lewis brinson's outstanding tools and a sophisticated approach but that burst of anger the manifestation of the stress to perform is something this marlins 2022 roster has been built to mitigate with four major veteran hitters brought in along with some non-roster invitees to camp, there isn't a player on the roster expected to hold down their position every single day. There will be days off and room for the developing hitters to adapt day to day in ways that aren't even present in that perfect game showcase where you have to show it and prove it in that moment. The ability to adjust and adapt, is critical to facing the 300-something pitchers in the major leagues, who all have different methods and abilities and tricks to send you back to the dugout. Even with a deep roster's ability to hide a hole in a swing, or a flaw in an approach, in some non-Juan Soto hitter, there's room to navigate around those discrepancies while still bringing home wins while sheltering those deeply talented players who still need enough of a chance to reach the limit of their potential. It doesn't take an all-Soto offense to bring home a trophy. It takes an offense that can reliably score more than your pitchers allow. Some contributions will be necessary from the organizational talent, but the team is structured in a way that the offense could unfurl over the course of the year. As developments take form, as the team is still looking for that star production that you see on your championship roster, but for now the offense has plenty of teeth with which to bite, the Marlins have found themselves in a position where they don't need every bat to work out and give themselves the chances for the ones that are most important to them to take those strides forward. So today, a day away from the games for the Marlins, they'll be back tomorrow, and again tonight, 7 o'clock, Fish Drives Live, check it out. I have been Andrew Wardahl, thank you for listening.